welcome welcome we are at the next step of the startup formula which is about grow your confidence the startup student podcast the podcast for students who want to be their own boss where students and experts from across the world and i christine give you practical advice we are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life turn your idea into reality I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Let's quickly recap again what we did in the first four steps of the startup formula where we're using the acronym CHANGE to work our way through. The first one was the C in CHANGE, which stands for clarity, H for hold on to your values, A for analyze who you want to work with, and N for narrow down the steps involved. We are almost finished. We are going now into step five, which is all about growing your confidence because sometimes it can be difficult to stay motivated all the time because I promise you, if when you have a startup, things usually don't go to plan, <laughs> as you wish. Let's kick off with a quote from Vincent van Gogh. If you hear a voice within you say you cannot paint, then by all means paint and that voice will be silenced. <laughs> so growing your confidence. So why do we sometimes feel down? Um, it might be due to negative feedback that we receive, maybe some self-doubt. Um, and usually, like I just mentioned, a lot of times things don't go to plan as you wish and as you think. But that is normal. And you are not alone. It's really, uh, I can't tell you how many times I feel I felt demotivated in my journey and still have these times. Um, because you put a lot of effort in and you have so much passion for what you're doing. You just want it to work the way you want it to work. So let's look into what does it mean to be confident? It means not being arrogant. I would like to quote a book um, by Colin Wright and it's called Networking Fundamental. And I really recommend reading it because it's uh, lovely. Most of his book I actually have read and they're all quite good, Colin Wright. <laughs> so do two, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna quote now. Be confident, but not arrogant. This can be a thin line to walk, but the main difference between confidence and arrogance is the first is about answering to no one because you feel justified in who and what you are, whilst the second is about overcompensating and tearing others down in order to make yourself feel big and important. Even knowing this can be a bit hard to distinguish the two sometimes, and some people stay away from being confident out of concern that they'll come across as arrogant. The best way to distinguish yourself as confident rather than arrogant is to be gracious, genuine and self-efforting. Confidence means that you don't have to justify your presence or stride. So instead of telling people about how great you are, try putting the focus on someone else and building them up in an honest way. And I think it's really nice. So I couldn't have said it better. So I wanted to quote that book. Um, and being confident will also help you to stay motivated and support you with all your marketing activities, such as networking and so on. Because people prefer talking to people who are confident and seem to know what they're talking about, rather than people that are unsure. Now, there's three techniques that you can use. And uh, in the resource area on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast, if you find the episode of today, um, you will find uh, some worksheets to download that you can use that will help you with it. Because these techniques I'm talking about, I will talk through them. However, you will need some 
um, yeah, formats that you can download in, in worksheets because it's not so easy to follow otherwise. So the techniques I want to talk to you about is Museum of Old Beliefs, the Timeline Exercise, and the Submodalities Exercise. Let's start with the Museum of Old Belief. Um, it was developed originally by Robert Dills, and it's used to change beliefs that are holding you back. So you can also use this for other things than when you are not confident. All of this, or everything you learn here, is uh, not only for your business, but obviously we're focusing on that, but you can transfer this into the rest of your life. So when you feel demotivated or um, a bit unsure about stuff, you could do that exercise, or all the three that I'm telling you now. So for this exercise, you need several pieces of A4 paper, or bigger, or smaller even, but it's about sp space, where you're moving around a room, okay? And on each piece of the paper, you have something written. The first one will be matter, open to doubt, use to believe, museum of old beliefs, belief, and trust. And then you put them on the floor in a, and in a circle just around you, and you will start and you will finish finish in the matter, um, on the matter piece of paper. And this is the neutral position and you step on the piece of paper and take a moment to analyze how you feel right now. So you do this. It can take a while because I want you really to get into what you're feeling um, at this moment and this will be for each piece of paper really. Then you step on to open to doubt. And there, in this position, you need to go back to a time and a moment in your life in which you were open to doubt and describe that feeling using all your senses. In which situation did someone tell you something that made you question your be you belief and you were open to it? Um, what did you feel? What did you hear? What did you smell? What did you taste? So really using all the senses to get back into that situation. And once you establish that, um, and you have the feeling inside you again, you can step onto the next position, which is um, used to believe. And on this piece of paper, think about something you used to believe, but you don't believe in anymore. Um, and then repeat the task that I just mentioned. So you go again through feelings, sounds, tastes, smells, and really get into that stage that you have and where you used to believe something, but don't believe anymore. When you're ready, Go on to the next position, which is the Museum of Old Beliefs, which is the title of this exercise. And you think about a place that you will call your personal Museum of Old Beliefs. It can be anything you like. It can be an actual building. It can be a different place, whatever you want it to be. It's your Museum of Old, Be Old Beliefs. And you describe this in detail and really in super detail. So what does a door look like? What does the floors look like? What can you hear? What can you smell? Um, can you taste something? Okay, use all your senses. Is it cold? Is it warm? And make it your own. Make it real. Have it in front of your eyes. Now, take the belief that you want to get rid of, that's holding you back, and put it in a little box or something that you can close. And you hide this in your museum of old beliefs. You lock it away and throw away the key. So you will never be able to get to it again. This is really like a visualization of something that's holding you back and believe me it's working it's working subconsciously on your brain and it will help you moving forward to get rid of this belief that's holding you back achieving something now rephrase the belief that you have just put away into a positive belief 
um, that will move you forward and step into the next position. So if you believe is, um, oh, I'm too young, no one will um, want to work with me because uh, my target group is older than me and they don't believe that young people can solve their problem. I don't know. I'm just made things up. So now you state this into something positive. I'm young, I have a fresh mind, I'm always up to date with the latest trends, <laughs> um, something like that, okay? Then you step into the next position, which is trust. And you go through everything that you feel, hear, taste and smell about what you now trust. So you now believe people really want to work with you and you're super um, efficient, uh, whatever you were putting away and turned into a positive phrase. And you embrace this feeling fully and remain there whilst you're in that state. Okay, you have the trust that it is possible. Then you step into the next one, open to belief. And you move um, into that and you're going to be open to believe in yourself. And you find a situation in which you did believe in yourself in the past and transfer this feeling into your new belief. And feel how you think it can be done and how it is possible. And again, using all the senses. And then we're almost done, is believe. Once you've found the trust and opened yourself up to believing, step into belief. Again, repeat the task uh, that we just mentioned and to basically anchor that feeling completely so that you're now in a frame of mind that you actually believe in the newly phrased belief. You really, really believe it and you can feel it. And then once you're done, you step back into the meta position and see how you feel now. And you will feel full of energy and full of belief and you will be fully motivated again. <laughs> so that was the Museum of Old Beliefs exercise. But I want to talk to you about two more. One is called Timeline and you might have heard about this before. Maybe you've even done it. And it's an exercise where you will travel into the future. <laughs> put a piece of paper on the floor saying now. Then put a piece of paper further down the room stating your goal. For example, I have a successful web design company. So basically the goal that you've rephrased in the first step. And by now you also have a bit more understanding of how you can reach that goal. So I want you to put the milestones onto the different pieces of paper and move um, from the now to the end goal. So these will, the milestones will be in between. And then you step in the now, you close your eyes and take fully in how you feel. How do you feel? What do you hear, taste and smell? Again, you're using all the senses and you might feel excited, but also a bit scared of what lies ahead. And just let the thoughts come into your mind and just be in the now. And then you open your eyes and step onto the next piece of paper, which will be the first milestone. And you do the same as before. And you are much closer to your end goal by now already, by one step further. And you repeat with the next milestone. So one by one. And you really embrace that feeling the closer you get to your goal. And then you go to the final piece of paper and you do the same. Um, and the whole point of this exercise is to put you into the situation of achieving your goal and how will it feel when you achieved it, what do you see, what do you hear, smell, taste, and you go through all the centers and it will really, really help you to st stay motivated and to get excited about this end goal. And the last exercise I want to talk to you about is the submodalities checklist 
And like I mentioned before, you can download the checklist on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. You find this episode and then you can download the worksheets for it. And this works particularly well if you were in a situation that made you feel doubt about yourself. And I want you to think about that moment and visualize it. And then you go through basically the checklist. Um, it does work even better if you have someone else working your way through or helping you to work through the checklist. You close your eyes, think about the situation and that person is asking you questions because it might be easier for you to visualize and imagine that situation. But let me talk through some examples. So the checklist is divided into visual, which is all you see, auditory, all you can hear and kinesthetic, everything you can feel. And for visual, for example, it starts to ask you, are you associated or disassociated? And what that means is if you are, if you see that situation that made you feel that way, are you associated? So are you that person? Are you in that situation? Or do you see yourself? Are you like an observer, which is disassociated? Um, then there's something like framed and uh, panoramic. So do you see the situation in limited frame? Or is it like a panorama view? Uh, and so on. But I explain the points when I go through the checklist. And once you've gone through the checklist, you then will change, you will then really change your memory. So you basically trick your brain and reprogram your brain um, by changing the specific moment in time in your memory. Sounds a bit like woohoo, but it really works. And it works sub subconsciously and it will continue working um, until it really uh, yeah, makes you feel better about the situation that happened back then. And um, because, yeah, I'll, I'll, go, I'll just go through some examples because it will be easier to do. So like we said, visual where everything where you can see and you in the checklist you have two columns one is the memory so what is it at the moment and what do you change it now to so if you're looking at associated and disassociated and you say no i'm associated in that situation so i'm actually in that situation it's not like you're observing yourself then um, you write this down associated in the memory um, column and then I want you to change that memory and you, you, you get out of your body in that and become an observer and see yourself in that situation. So the now would be disassociated. And then we look into framed and panoramic, like I said before. So is it like a panorama you see or is it like a, just a frame of something? Is it 3D or flat, the memory? And again, if you say, no, no, it's flat, then I want you to make it 3D in your mind. Is it color or black and white? And you say, oh, no, it's black and white. Okay, so now I want you to add some color to it. And this is why I mean it's easier if someone talks you through this exercise, asking you questions, and then you close your eyes, and instead of having it in black and white, you change it to colorful rainbows and <laughs> everywhere the colors in the picture. Is it dim or is it bright? Is uh, How is the contrast? How much contrast is in there? And change that contrast. Uh, is the intensity low or high? Is it focused or unfocused? Is it still or is it motion? Is it moving actually? Okay, so this is everything that has to do with visual 
And we're now looking into auditory, everything that you can hear. And again, I want you to look into what the memory is like and change it to something else now. So the volume, is it silent or do you hear things? If you don't hear anything, add sounds. If you hear things, change the sounds or make it silent. What's the tempo like? How fast is everything moving? If you had it in motion. Um, tonality, what is the tonality of the memory? Is it harsh? Is it friendly? What about internal, external? So are there noise, these noises that you hear, are they external or are they inside you? What is the number of sources and how many sources make the noise? Okay, and again, you can change that. And then I want you to look into the kinesthetic. Everything that you can feel. And that's, for example, you start with the temperature. Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it warm? Is it medium? And then I want you to go into the opposite. A vibration, can you feel any vibration? How intense is it? Is there any weight? Do you feel heavy? Do you feel light? Um, how tall or small do you feel in that move, in that frame, in that panorama, in that movie? It depends on what it is. And can you feel any movement? And it sounds strange, <laughs> but I promise you, if you would try it, it really works to change the association that you have with that specific specific moment in time with that specific memory that you have. So I want you to give it a go. And what else can build you up? Um, these, some, these three exercises, so the Museum of Old Beliefs, the Timeline and the Submodality Checklist are some of the ways. And they all come from NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming. Not sure if you heard about this before, but it's basically where you learn a lot about how the brain works and how you can improve your communication with yourself, but also with others. And um, it looks into the brain, which is the neuro, then the linguistic into language, body language and actual words that you're using and programming, how you can reprogram your mind, which is basically what you're doing with this, with these exercises I gave you. So. They came all out of this NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming World. Super fascinating, interesting topic that I might pick up in another episode. <laughs> what else can build you up? Uh, always remember your big why. And these things are, I mentioned before in our goal setting as well. But um, why are you actually doing it? Why did you want to start your own business in the first place? And if you feel less confident or motivated, remember that and it will actually help you with stuff. Uh, maybe keep a feedback scrapbook. Um, and I think I mentioned that before in the previous episodes as well, but it's basically um, a collection of positive feedback that you receive that's related to you and your business. And you can look through that when you feel a bit demotivated and deflated. Just look through um, and it will pick you up immediately. Maybe get a coach or a mentor that can help you build up the confidence that you need. There's specifically coaches as well that help with confidence. And it's really worth maybe making a list of all your qualifications and any skills that you have. And there will be more than you think. List all the training that you've done, all the software that you're able to work with, all the soft skills that you have, such as being a good listener, etc. and so on. And you can also ask friends and family to see what they think you're good at because sometimes it's a bit difficult to create a list and you say, oh, I'm great at this um, <laughs> because maybe you feel a bit 
Mm, I don't know if I'm good at this. Let's let's ask someone else. And friends and family will be able to tell you immediately what you're good at. Especially these soft skills might be sometimes a bit difficult to identify. I'm a good listener. <laughs> Unless someone told you that you're good at that. And these were all the things I wanted to talk about today on step five. Grow your confidence. So it's okay that we feel down sometimes. What is confidence? What's the con difference between confidence and arrogance, actually, which I really think it's very important. And those three techniques, Museum of Old Belief, Timeline Exercise and the Submodality Checklist, where you can download also the checklist on the podcast page on my website. And then we looked into what else can build you up. And in the next episode, we look at the last step, which is engage your audience, the E in change. And that's where we are looking into how you can put your marketing plan together. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.